1: Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Hey,
2: everybody. Welcome back to another BYN Breakdown episode. My name's Eric. I'm Travis Chappell's producer, and across from me is the one and only Travis Chapel, with 14 million dollars in sales under his belt, he's been <laughs> featured in magazine in Forbes magazine, top 10 podcaster
0: on the cover, and a ping him to help moderate one of your clubhouse rooms. So, uh, <laughs> Travis, take it away. Yeah, I just want to talk about me and how awesome I am for the next uh, two, three minutes here. Wait a minute. Is this a
2: podcast or are we in a clubhouse room? (laughs) Oh, sorry. My bad.
0: My bad. Okay. We're on a podcast, so we're probably not going to waste your time and uh, talk about how awesome we are for the first three minutes. But this episode is all about clubhouse and uh, kind of pros, cons, what our initial thoughts are on spending the last week or two just kind of poking around on the platform and uh, moderating a couple of rooms and just jumping in on the conversation. So, um, there's a lot of people on there that um, are are only preaching the positives about Clubhouse right now, and obviously that makes sense for a lot of those people because for some of them, you know, it's the only really real social media platform that they've gotten actual traction on. You know what I mean? So um, they and and I'm not saying that even as a bad thing. Like yeah. I w- I understand wanting to continue to promote it and, and hoping that it continues to move forward because you're getting traction on it, uh, well, but I well, also think that it might. Blind you to some of the really bad things about the platform.
2: Well, I so. think that's important to say upfront because there's probably we're a minute and fifty seconds in, and there's probably already somebody that's going like, "Screw this. <laughs> like we're <laughs> just gonna but, but there are good things about Clubhouse. and yes, I think we both definitely. had things where like, okay, that's really cool. or I connected with this person through it? So there are good things about Clubhouse. and there are people who that is they were early adopters of it, and they've blown up and like good for them. But also, like you said, they're blind to a lot of the issues that come along with clubhouse and, sure. and a lot of it just comes down to how you use it, right? Like any tool can be good if right. you're using it the
0: right way. So, so let's talk pros then first give, give it a, a, a nice shout out for, and, the, and I'm sure the founders are pretty happy about things right now. I think they just raised at a billion dollar valuation oh. uh, recently, so they're doing extremely well. They, they, They've been running all of this with nine employees, which is pretty crazy to to be have to have an app that's been growing like wildfire yeah. the way that it's been growing. They've they've handled it well and done a good job with it. I don't have anything bad to say about that. <clears throat> In terms of the pros, I think easily the number one thing is there's a surprisingly high level of quality people. In there, like a shocking, yeah, (laughs) right. Like, well, you and I were in a room last night, and Katie Couric and Paris Hilton were on the moderator panel, and there was what, like, four hundred people in the room, like three hundred and fifty. That's that's a pretty small group for those types of names. Like, you wouldn't be able to have that kind of direct access to people uh, outside of an app like that. And and then I was looking at another room last night. It had it had like close to two thousand people in it, so it was a a pretty a pretty big room, but it was. You know Tom Billu and um, and Jim Quick and and Jenna Kutcher and Brendan Burchard and just you know uh, just a crazy panel of really high level people that don't normally get together like that and they're just chilling in there live for a couple of hours answering random audience yeah. questions and stuff like that. So I do think access to higher level people is a a huge a huge uh, mark in the pro column because because it's just much more difficult to try to get a hold of those people. Like there's so many people that have booked Grant Cardone for interviews on their podcasts and stuff just by asking him a quick question on clubhouse. And yeah. then they have that, they have that 32nd interaction with him that leads him to be like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll go on your podcast. And he did, he did like 12 interviews in a day. I think so, I saw one time um, from people who had reached out to him just on clubhouse. Yeah. So I think uh, proximity and access to high quality people is definitely there because a lot of those people, you know, recognize trends and they're there to build their audience and further their attention and their growth, which they should be. But, uh, but that, you know, leaves an advantage for the audience because you can listen in on some of those conversations. So that's a big pro um, another pro is that it's easy to grow right now. It, it's, you know, one of those, uh, anytime there's, you're early on in a social media platform and you really jump on it, you have, a ten, you have an uh, opportunity to grow alongside the platform. Like every time you see a new social platform take off, there's a whole almost class or group of influencers that are made from that platform that didn't have any following before, but then blew up on that platform and now are really famous, even if that platform went away. Right, you look at somebody like Amanda Cerny, who um, lar- largely became really well known on Vine, and then Vine disappeared. But now oh. she's got you know I don't know forty million Instagram followers or something like that. Uh, so she made her name on Vine, and then now uh, she's still a mega influencer in that space. And then you look at all the people that TikTok uh, has has made extremely famous, and the things that they have going on now. Uh, so I think, you know, Clubhouse kind of gives you that that same ability to do that. Uh, we're, we, we might be on the back end of that train in terms of being ultra famous really quickly just because of it being at the right place at the right time because the app's been around for almost a year now, I want to say. Um, and I think it really started picking up speed, uh, you know, like uh, October, November, December time frame. Uh, so I was a little late to the party and getting in and like beginning or mid-January. But that's not to say that you can't still go get a ton of followers on it. You know, like I've spent, you know, maybe, maybe four or five days in there, like a fair amount of the day and, and just trying to get in on conversations and things like that. And my follower count got up to like two, like 2,500 or something like real, like pretty quickly, you know what I mean? So you can, you can, you can gather an organic following like pretty quickly I think that's another pro. Um, another another thing that I think is cool is because it's that way, because it's built for people to like grow their audiences. You have a little bit better of a chance of setting up a really powerful room with people who, you know, normally aren't going to take the time to come to your event or take the time yeah. to, uh, to, to speak at your summit or whatever, but you can put together a clubhouse room, you know, and like the other day I had a good amount of like really awesome people that jumped into the room, like with Molly Bloom and John Lee Dumas and, um, you know, uh, Jen Gottlieb and, uh, and a few of the other people that, that are, that are on clubhouse. So, uh, you know, you can put rooms together like that and it keeps you kind of top of mind with higher level people that are in your network that are also trying to grow on the platform. So I think that there's, there's a pro there. Um, and, uh, so the networking that you can do is really good. You know, I've had some great DM conversations with people that I would have not met if it weren't for us moderating a room together in clubhouse, you know, so, so some of those things are really good. The engagements really high quality. A lot of the times, you know, like after I have moderate a room, I'll come into my Instagram account and there's, couple dozen DMS. Um, so it's, you know, been good for Instagram engagement and getting people into my DMS on Instagram and having conversations with them there about all the things that I do. Uh, so it's, it's been pretty solid for, you know, lead gen and things like that. Um, but yeah, those are probably the big pros for me. What you got anything that you can add to that? I mean, yeah, you hit
2: most of them. I mean, it's really, uh, and some of them are kind of two sides of a coin, right? So there's like some that are also cons, which I want to get into to one of them specifically. But yeah, I mean, pros, yeah, just the level of accessibility to people is always cool. Um, I mean, that's what I like about social media in general. But Clubhouse is just neat that you can, it's like a it's like an event. You can grab a microphone and ask a direct question to somebody. Yeah. Like it, it it fixes one of the problems that podcasting does have which is sometimes I get into a spot where I'm driving, we've all been there, where they'll say like, oh, what's the name of that one thing? Or, um, man, is anyone actually seeing success on this platform or something? And you can raise your hand and literally be like, oh yeah, I did this, this, and this. Like, yeah. it, it lets you kind of have that two-way conversation. Um, yeah, again, it's great to grow a following and honestly, I haven't utilized it the way that I should. I've just kind of jumped into rooms and just tried to find rooms with good people and listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think kind of, Kind of going into the the negatives. I think, I think you kind of hit on the idea like it's it's really easy to kind of rocket ahead in there, and that it's you can grow a following and you can you can do those things. But like I've been sitting there, kind of going to to what end on some of it. You know what I mean? Like you're because I I've seen a lot of people that I that I know who are like entrepreneurs or business owners or whatever in that space. I think that's most people on there would probably identify as that. But then they're kind of setting aside everything else to rush to this new thing. It's kind of like the shiny object syndrome thing. It's like 100%. it's like hey, let's jump on Clubhouse cuz I'll see people. It's you know, it's it's the same thing as like when I'll turn on my Xbox to go to Netflix or something at the end of the night and I'll be like so and so has been on there like all day. You know, it's like Clubhouse, yep, right. I'll be like all day long I'll get notifications. So and so's in this room, in this room, in this room, which is fine, but I'm like is is the amount of value you're getting from that time worth what you're sacrificing to be there
0: yeah exactly so to summarize the big con that you're saying is that it it is an absolute time suck like it wastes time like nobody's and again if you don't use it the right way you're right exactly like and but that's that's you know I, i think probably part of the growing pains hopefully anyway i think it'll i think it'll really depend on on how people continue to moderate better and things that You know, I think this is the success of the platform will depend on moderators doing a better job of not wasting people's time. Cause that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest things that Jordan Harbinger ever taught me was every minute of the listener's time is earned. Yeah. And that's why I have done almost zero consumption on clubhouse. Like I've done almost zero consumption. Like I, 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 even when I see a room with a bunch of high level people, I'll click into it, but for you, you, I sit there, listening in for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And most of the time, there's not any real value that's being given mm-hmm. because they're just doing the, the regular clubhouse stuff. Or you get somebody up onto the, onto the stage who's asking a question, but really they're just trying to pitch, yeah. you know, their idea or, <clears throat> you know, trying to get that person to come on their podcast or well, promote their the offer biggest. or something like that. You know, so you have, and then all people just start bragging about themselves for three minutes and everybody's like, oh, let's go back. Let's go down and have all the moderators introduce themselves. And it's like, there's 37 freaking moderators in here. It's going to take an hour just to get through introductions, you know, and that's just not respectful of people's time. It's not respectful of my time. Like I've been in rooms where I'm a moderator. And I just left before it was my turn to introduce <laughs> right. myself. Cause I sat there for 35 minutes. I'm sitting in my kid's room, like trying to put my kids to bed and spend some time with them before I put them to bed. But I'm in this stupid room. Cause I have to introduce myself because I'm a moderator. And it was just like, why am I even here right now? So I just left the room so I could spend some time with my kids and put them to bed. Cause that's yeah. obviously way more important to me. So it's just, it's, it's, it's such a, a time suck and you don't, it's a gamble. Is what it is. Like, that's the big thing. It's a gamble on your time. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to go invest two hours in this platform. Cross my fingers. Hope I hope I get something back. Hope I get yeah. something out of it. You know what I mean? And the only real way to guarantee that you do is to start your own rooms and start moderating your own yeah. rooms because that's how you know, it, it becomes a needle mover for you. But then a lot of times what happens is that a lot of people figure that out. So they go do their own rooms and have these moderators jump in. And then all of a sudden it's a bunch of people who shouldn't be talking that much right. that are talking all the time. You know what I mean? Like what you kind of what you mentioned is that um, you know, podcasts are for listening, clubhouses for talking. And that is definitely the case because there's a lot of people in there who are in the early part of their journey that mostly should just be listening and shouldn't be talking, but you put them in a clubhouse room and give them a little moderator thing. And now all of a sudden they know everything about everything. Right. And, uh, and then, and then now you're not even just getting neutral advice or listening in on a conversation, but you're actually getting bad advice from, from people who shouldn't be giving any advice. So, and and that's where, that's where my biggest thing was. And I told you, I think I texted you
2: like when we were in a room together and I, I texted you and said like, you could do like bad networking one-on-one like and it really is it's like going to a cocktail mixer and like mm-hmm. people just when they get a chance to ask a question and this is one of the things i i really hit on a lot is like people are going to just add value to themselves so mm-hmm. they want to be impressive enough in that 30 seconds where people follow them exactly. on instagram but then it's like by the time they get to their point there's no value there so like people get up we talked about this before we even start recording is like yeah, Yo, you may recognize me. I joked about it at the beginning. Like you may recognize me. I was in a Forbes top 10, this, I was doing this, I've sold this much money. And it's like, okay, but like what's your question? Like, we'll get to that. But like, let's see if there's some value up front. Right. You know, like lead <clears throat> lead with value is the, the kind of obvious statement there.
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with you need indeed. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens, the audience is just trying to get attention or eyeballs on their stuff. And so they'll jump in as a speaker to ask a question, but they don't actually have a question. So they'll just talk for three minutes, giving con- like quote unquote, giving context really though. It's just quote unquote, bragging on themselves. You know what I mean? Cause well, you need some context. So here's everything I've accomplished in my life. Here's how amazing I am. Um, and then at the end of it, they're like, okay, so what's your question? And it's like, oh, I didn't really have a question. Just want to see how I could add value. You know, or, it's I like, just
2: wanted to say hi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <That's> like, <somewhere.
0: laughs> yeah. So it's the, a lot of people don't listen to yeah. what the moderators are, are there for, you know? So th- I think there's definitely some kinks to be worked out, yeah. but you know, I, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. Cause I was just like, I, I was, I was initially saying, you know, if, if they can't figure out how to make it better content, then I think that people are going to get burnt out on it really quickly. But at the same time, man, we live in a consumer culture. Mm -hmm. Not everybody thinks the way that you and I are talking right now. You know, for me, it just wasn't worth, it it hasn't been worth spending a ton of time in there because in order to be able to use it effectively, you have to spend a ton of time in there. Like you got to be in there six hours a day, like minimum to be able to, to really build up an audience at least two hours a day. Yeah. You know, and like right now I have so many other things going on and I have a family uh, and I'm trying to, I try to leave room for personal life things and, and ways to unplug and stuff. And it's just like, that what, I, I found myself having anxiety about it. Like I did it for like four days, like heart, pretty hardcore, like always checking it, trying to jump in rooms, like trying to moderate and all these things. And I found myself being so anxious all the time because it was always on in the background, and uh, so I was just kind of like, "Well, if I'm not, I don't know how anything out of the conversation, then I'll just kind of like leave it there." But then I'm worried somebody's going to call my name, so I'd still have to kind of be listening. So I'm yeah. not totally focused on the thing that I'm trying to do, but I still got to do the thing that I'm doing because I got to get other stuff done. I can't just sit on Clubhouse for four hours and do absolutely nothing else yes, that's on my can. calendar. You can, you know, what I mean, you can do it. It's just crazy. So I, I I feel like I would encourage people to be suspect about people who spend 12 hours a day in Clubhouse, but claim to be this big person. Now it, there's obviously a, um, there's obviously a caveat to that because people who are at a certain level obviously automated their entire business. Like you have someone like Grant in there who Grant Cardone who spends, I don't know, probably about that six hours a day, eight hours a day or something in Clubhouse. Um, but that's his job right now is just to yeah. continue to build his brand and bring attention and influence into the things that he that he has. Like he has a team that runs everything for him. He makes money from his team. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so like somebody like that is like, okay, well, I just need to prioritize this app for the next, you know, three to six months while it's really building because it'll probably be a huge return on my time that's invested into yeah. it if it ends up taking off. So, so someone like that, it makes sense. But we have some of these other people that claim that they're making X amount of dollars and that they do these things things or whatever, but you know, it's like, are you though? Cause how how are you, how is it possible that you can just neglect everything in your business for 30 days in a row and spend six hours a day just bullshitting on clubhouse? You know what I mean? Like how, like (laughs) what do you, do you not have any to do's on your list? Are you not like getting anything done? Like, is that your, I don't, I don't understand um a, a lot of that kind of stuff but to be fair you know if i were less busy i would spend a ton of time in there too you know yeah. if this was like 2 years ago when i was just starting my podcast and i figured out that this is a great way to build my audience i'd be spending 6 hours a day in there myself
2: and that i mean that
0: kind of but, is the sorry to interrupt yeah, sorry. you um but i shouldn't be at that time does that make sense so like when i did have a ton of time to do it i shouldn't have been giving a lot of advice because I was at the beginning stages of my business. You know what I mean? But yeah. it wouldn't have been worth my time to sit there and just listen to rooms because if I wanna get value, a podcast is easily a better way to do that. Yeah, You know, cause it's exactly. condensed. It's, you know what to expect. I can listen on a one and a half X or a two X speed yeah. and get double the amount of content and value in a smaller period of time with hosts that I know are going to deliver value yeah. in whatever episode that they're putting out. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's way less of a gamble and I'm way more interested in listening to podcasts than I am on just turning on Clubhouse and yeah. going for a three-hour drive to LA. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of where I think the the future side with uh, with Clubhouse, because because in your group with, with John Lee Dumas, like there was a lot of people who were asking like, is it is it going to affect podcasting or is it going to, and I was sitting there and like, I mean, I, I don't know, I kind of, well, I do know your thoughts on it, but like my my thoughts are, like, the information is so much more concentrated in a podcast. The groups that work really well on Clubhouse, I feel like, kind of run like a podcast. Um, and I think the way it's going to affect podcasting is, like, I think there's some guests that are going to say no to a podcast right now that will say yes to doing a Clubhouse. Like, I have a couple people that I want to get on my show where I'm going to switch my ask to, do you want to record a live podcast in Clubhouse? Like, and <clears> and see if that works. But also, like, just thinking toward the future, I think the, the biggest issue, like, bar none, is just the... All the groups are, it's kind of like we talk about blue oceans and niches and it's like the groups are all very vague. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's going to be, like John John Lee Dumas said, was like, it's going to have to be smaller, extremely niche groups of like 15, 20 people. Micro rooms. Because the quantity doesn't equal quality kind of thing is true. Like Mm -hmm. when there's 500 people and you're trying to get through questions, like it's not as valuable. It's it's like going to a mastermind event versus going to a conference. Like yeah, if you can sit sure. and talk to a speaker one-on-one a few times, instead of waiting with a microphone in front of a, in a room of 2,000 people, like right. both of those things have their place and value. But I just don't, like Clubhouse is going to have to evolve a little bit and like how yeah. people use it. Like I think some people will have to burn out and then it be those people that hang in there for, you know, a few more months. But
0: yeah, I definitely got burnt out on it, man. I, it was, there was one night, I was supposed to go to dinner with uh, some friends of mine, and um, my my wife had a work dinner, so she went to that, and then I was going to go meet them, and then she was going to come meet us after <clears throat> after she was done. <clears throat> so I'm about to go in the restaurant, and uh, and but I get into this. I was in this clubhouse room, and uh, a buddy of mine was co moderating, and Ty Ty Lopez was was in a room, and they were ba- he was basically in, looking for companies to invest in. Um, because that's one of the things that they do now, him and his business partner, Alex. And so I literally sat there because I was supposed to go next. I was supposed to speak next. I sat there for an hour in my car. It made me about an hour late to dinner, but I felt like it was a good opportunity. Cause I was like, I have the ability to, to, to pitch, you know, tie on this, on this app that I'm raising money for right now. You know what I mean? And so and uh, most of the people that were pitching were horrible pitches and they were just kind of like, yeah, I want $5,000 so that I can like spend money on Facebook ads, you know, and it's like, to what, you know, they didn't have any clear business. You know what I mean? So I had like a legit business with actual capital that we've raised. You know, I had the investment vehicle already worked out. Like it was, I had a real pitch, you know? So, um, and I, and I figured he was probably, this is the first time that he ever tried to do it. So I was in there as a speaker the whole time. Um, and I was about to go up the whole time but like we keep saying, it's just so easy to waste time. So the guy that went before me ended up taking almost 45 minutes to pitch, uh, because Ty and Alex were asking questions or whatever. And then, um, and then Ty just like would go off on random, like anecdotal stories and little nuggets of wisdom and stuff, which like they were good, but it's just like, it, it made me an hour late to dinner when I was sitting in the parking lot the whole time. I actually showed up early, you know what I mean? And, and I got in there, I was just like, did I just sacrifice an hour of time with in-person friends to like build real relationships for sitting in a clubhouse room for an hour? Because I felt like I was chained to the opportunity of potentially pitching something. And like the, after that, I was just kind of like, I, I just got real burnt out on it, man. I was just like, I don't, I don't, I'm always, it seems like I'm always waiting. Like I'm in clubhouse and it's just a waiting game. Like I'm waiting to find a room I'm waiting to be brought up as a speaker or moderator. I'm waiting till there's value. I'm waiting in a conversation to hear something good or valuable. Like it just is such a time suck and such a big massive waste of time, unless you're somebody that's in there that is a moderator all the time. And, and you're just bringing in a ton of leads and bringing in a ton of, of, of attention and, and listeners to the things that you have going on, you know, cause I know some people who are doing it, crushing it over there. They have 25, 30,000 followers. And for them, it makes sense because they're, you know, businesses are largely, like I said, automated, and they have yeah. teams of people that are running them for them. So for them, it They've makes sense. They earn the right to s- to step out exactly, right. and, that's what and those are the people small, that should but, listen yeah. that you should listen to. You know what I mean? Uh, but there's for every person that you should listen to on Clubhouse, there's at least five that you shouldn't be listening to. Yeah, and it's hard to know the difference because when you see somebody have a big follower account, you obviously you you automatically. You know, attribute a certain amount of trust to them, but on Clubhouse, that shouldn't be the case because yeah. right now it's too new. So some of these people, like they have 23,000 followers just because, like, they were the first, they've one. been there yeah. since, <laughs> right. since like June, you know. So they got recommended to a bunch of people and they started mm-hmm. growing their organic following. And then they were like, oh, I'm the moderator on Clubhouse, you know. And it's like, wait, so your claim to fame is just the fact that you used this app before other people did, you know what I mean? Like, what? why are you giving advice to all these business owners? Like some of the business owners in the crowd are way, you know what I mean? Like they're beyond the people that are moderating the room, but just because the person is a moderator, because they have 18,000 followers, you know what I mean? It's just, there's so much like politics that's already happening yeah. in there. I told Jack. I told Jackie, I was like, this is kind of like a, it's kind of like a live reality television show, but like on the radio, it's like a live radio reality show. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Cause you know, people have beefs with each other in the rooms, but But because it's such a collaborative platform and, and you want people in in your rooms moderating because it shows their followers that they're in your room and then more people are likely to come in, right? Like, because it's that way, you're kind of almost chained to work with a bunch of people that you may not typically work with. And, uh, it kind of provides this reality TV show type of a type of a experience. Um, and so that's what I'm saying is like, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to say it's not going to work because there's so many things that I thought weren't going to work, you know what I mean? And there's so many things like well, you look at something it like, I you, mean,
2: it, it's got potential to be, you know, yeah, amazing, massive. Yeah. yeah.
0: You look at something like Quibi, right? The, um, the little video streaming app that came out, it got, I don't know, like $200 million in funding and they ran out of money, you know, like it just never took off. And those were extremely high quality content. clips, you know, like 10, 15 minute fully produced videos with like a list celebrities and actors and actresses, like crazy production value, super, super high quality content. And it just never did anything. It never went anywhere and it's gone already. You know what I mean? Like came and went in like less than a year, but you have something like clubhouse where it's the opposite in terms of a value proposition in terms of the quality of the content, but it's taken off. You know what I mean? So I think the majority of people are consumers and it makes you feel better when you're consuming that content. It makes you feel like you're doing stuff when you don't know what else to do. You know, so a lot of people are just going to leave it on for six hours a day and be like, "Oh, I'm working because I'm in Clubhouse." And it's yeah. like, why don't you try actually working? Well, it's <laughs> you know? like it's- I'll be interested. Sorry to keep cutting off. Yeah. I, I I'll be interested to see to hear more about what Gary Vaynerchuk thinks about it. I know he's written a couple things on it, but I don't see him active in there, yeah. uh, which is uh, you know the opposite of of who he is and what he's done with other platforms in the past. So. I'm curious to hear his perspective on it because I would bet that it's something around Time. along those lines where he's like, most of you guys that are in here for eight hours a day should be out doing stuff yeah. for eight hours a day, like taking action and selling people and like building your business, not yeah. sitting in clubhouse. You know what I mean? So I, I think, I think there's going to be a kind of an inflection point and we'll, we'll, we'll see what ends up you know. happening with it.
2: Yeah. I, I was, I was in a clubhouse room about, it was like how to write your first book 101 or something, which I like that's Something has been circling on my head. And literally, yeah, I was like 45 minutes. And I was like, I could have wrote out my first crappy chapter and started like editing it and daring it. Like, I could have just started, right? You know, like I could have in the time it took for people to be like, well, actually, when I was published here or this and that. But um, but yeah, I, I think this is all relevant. I'm curious to know what everyone else's thoughts are on Clubhouse. So definitely DM Travis all of your thoughts about his polarizing opinions on this. Um, <laughs> Travis,
0: where on uh, what's your username on Clubhouse? So people can follow you. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> at Travis chapel and, uh, you know, we will run some rooms in there. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not talking crap on the platform as a whole. I think that there, that there's still some really good things on it and I will definitely be involved in the future. It's just like, you know, maybe, maybe once or twice a week, Yeah, you know, that's kind of, I think there's just a ceiling. I just, I, I had to put a hard limit on it, man. Cause it was, it was, it was diving a lot into my family time, you know, cause I'm working throughout the day. And then after, after dinner, it's family time, but instead of Having family time after dinner, I was sitting in clubhouse, you know? So like I was having family time while listening in on clubhouse, which isn't like you have to give focused attention to the people in your life, you know, and, and. Um, I think that that's much more valuable use of your time. And, uh, and like I said, if I had a bunch of free time during the day, during the work day, I would be jumping into clubhouse too. And if my businesses are running on autopilot, you know, without me doing anything for them, then I'd probably be spending a lot of time in clubhouse as well, but that's not the point that I'm at. And I think that it's a much more productive use of my time to actually be working on my businesses, uh, throughout the day, rather than just like being a part of a four hour Q and a session on clubhouse. So
2: well, cool. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to this BYN breakdown episode. Be sure to connect with Travis over on Clubhouse, and uh, and uh, yeah, definitely. If you like this episode, be sure to take a screenshot and tag Travis on Instagram with the handle
1: at Travis Chappell. Catch you in the next episode. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapelcom group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.